there, I am Cal Amstutz, the genealogy investigator, and you are in Crime Travel in Toledo, Ohio. Um, today, our episode is called The Drunk Man's Deed. Um, I am a professional genealogist. Um, I run the genealogy investigator and um, just a little background on me. I do take clients, uh, which is really exciting. I get to walk with their ancestors, which is total passion project for me. Um, I also have written um, one course, the Genealogy Academy, um, which shows everyone from brand new uh, genealogy passionate people to um, even those that are hobby genealogists, um, everything they need to know on how to level up their business and, um, you know, really take on their genealogy as a business um, and gives them a plan. Um, I actually left the corporate world to pursue my own genealogy business and um, it's been very successful. I'm very happy with the progress, but it took a lot of planning and I lay out everything that I've done for you in a fully comprehensive six-week self-paced course. Um, the difference between my course and everyone else's is you get full access to me while you're enrolled in the course and you get a certificate to add to your portfolio when you're done. And I lay out everything A to Z on how to research, um, everything about genealogy, and how to really get your business off the ground um, with marketing tips and um, how to get clients and really how to build your business proposals um, for the lifelong. So if you're interested in that, please check out the Genealogy Academy. Um, and I'm doing this podcast, um, Crime Travel in Toledo, Ohio, which is a passion project for me, just highlighting some of the um, late 1800, early 1900 stories that took place in Toledo, Ohio for all my crime fiction fans. Um, so I'm, uh, history buff but i also love true crime i mean who doesn't um and i think it's pretty neat to to kind of take a step back in time and look at some of these old cases i do want to warn for my younger listeners um if you are allowing some young children please um review the content first just to make sure that it is appropriate because uh, the stories can get a little graphic um i try to do a disclaimer as they come up but sometimes i'm a little off so um just total transparency there and without further ado, uh, we are going to dive into the drunk man's deed. Um, this is the murder of Miss Caroline Hunt. So sit back and let's get started. So our story starts um, in December of 1909. Um, and inflamed by liquor and jealousy, a brakeman shoots three. So Miss Caroline Hunt, 18, is found dead. Miss Caroline Hunt is seriously wounded in the shoulder, um, that would be her mother, and Stephen Hunt, probably fatally wounded in the head as a result of a shooting fray which occurred last night at the Hunt residence on Howard Street in Toledo, Ohio. The shooting was done by John Macklin, aged 38, in a fit of jealousy because Miss Hunt refused to marry him. Macklin is a switchman in the employ of the Michigan Central Road and is married, his wife residing in Mansfield, Ohio. Macklin was infatuated with the 18-year-old girl. She always spurned his attentions, however, as he was a married man. 
This so angered Macklin that last night after loading up with booze, he left for the girl's home declaring he would clean out the house. After the shooting, he escaped. So this happened um, December 28th is when this article was ran in the Alexandria Times Tribune. It did make front page news. Um, another story that was ran on the same day by the Marion Daily, just because I like to kind of contrast how the communication lines were opened. Um, it states one dead, two wounded. A married man tries to wipe out family of girl who spurned him. So, Miss Caroline Hunt, 18, is dead. Mrs. Caroline Hunt is seriously wounded in the shoulder. And Stephen Hunt probably fatally wounded in the head as a result of a shooting affray which occurred at the Hunt residence. The shooting was done by Joseph Macklin, 38, in a fit of jealousy because Miss Hunt refused to marry him. Um, it goes on to say that... Um, this angered Macklin. After loading up with booze, he left with his brother, Jerry, for the girl's home, declaring he would clean out the house. And upon reaching the house, Joseph walked into the sitting room, where the family was all seated, with the exception of the mother, who was in the kitchen, and immediately began to shoot. He killed a girl with one shot through the head. He then fired a bullet through Mr. Hunt's nose, fatally wounding the old man. Mrs. Hunt, hearing the noise, ran in from the kitchen and received a bullet in the shoulder. He also fired at the girl's brother, Frank, but he escaped by jumping through a window. Joseph Macklin is still at large, but his brother, Jerry, has been put under arrest. So um, our details change a little bit. That's a little bit closer to Toledo, Ohio, so I just find that kind of interesting. So on the 29th of December, the News Journal reports that Mackley is under arrest. The murder of Caroline Hunt was found in Toledo Hotel Tuesday night. Police supposed him far away. So um, he had a bottle of carbolic acid in his possession and he was ready to commit suicide when the officers reached him. But cork in the bottle broke and he was unable to drink the contents in time. Um, it's, this would no doubt have uh, um, made the attempt to end his own life. Um, but Joseph Mackley was arrested about 10.30 Tuesday night in his room in the United States Hotel in Toledo, Ohio, and is now in a cell with a formal charge of murder placed against him. Mackley had occupied the room in the hotel since 7.30 on Monday night following the murder of Caroline Hunt and shooting the girl's parents. So sad. Um, the arrest of Mackley in Toledo was rather unexpected as the officers had been following clues which led them to Detroit, Michigan, and also to Cyrus. When the Toledo officers, uh, Motor Patrol, Buell, Bruel and Brown, and Patrolman Joe Daly, um, knocked on the door of the hotel, Mackley grabbed a bottle of carbolic acid, which it is alleged he purchased on Monday night and in attempting to pull out the cork, broke it off. The bottle was found on the floor at his feet when the door was opened. Daly on one side of the door and Brol on the other, the officer's revolvers were leveled at the suspect and he submitted to the arrest. He was taken to police headquarters and when searched, there were no weapons found on his person. The bottle of carbolic acid was half full and was taken in charge by the officers. The story of the capture and other events in connection with the case is reported um, in a, a special news uh, bulletin from Toledo, and it says the, the hotel clerk gives tip. 
So Fred Merlet, the clerk of the United States Hotel, was responsible for the tip, which led police to the capture of um, Mr. Um, Mackley. Uh, Merlet telephoned police headquarters shortly before 10 o'clock and let them know that a man answering the description of Mackley was stopping at the hotel and had been there since Monday night at 7.30. Merlet told Lieutenant Crowley the the man's um, actions were rather peculiar. So Crowley sent the crew, Brule Brown and Joe Daly, to the hotel and they found Mackley. Merlet, Mackley registered first at 7.30 Monday, signing the name of Lawrence Salgon, Toledo, Ohio. He retired to his room immediately at 7.30 Tuesday morning, um, at 7.30, and Tuesday morning he reappeared in the office, again registering the same name. He went in the bar room and partook um, of a glass of beer and some lunch, then again retired to his room. At 7.30 Wednesday night, he came down the stairs and registered in the same manner he had before. He drank another glass of beer and had some lunch, then again retired to his room. It was on his third appearance that Merlet became suspicious and afterwards notified police. So their prisoner, Mackley, he denies the crime. He refused to talk to police at the headquarters and denied any connection with the murder of Caroline Hunt and the shooting of her parents. Um, when he was confronted at his cell door shortly after his arrest by a half dozen officers, he said in a quivering voice, Boys, you all know me. You know I haven't done anything. You know you haven't anything on me. The description upon which police have been working since the murder um, tallies exactly when the appearance of the man under arrest. He's well-dressed and has a... Um, fair complexion the prisoner had anything but a vicious appearance tuesday night um so they took his necktie and suspenders away from him because they were afraid that he might end his life which is kind of interesting at midnight the motor police um Selloff and Meade found a revolver in the ice of Swan Creek um, in back of the hotel. And the gun was said to be a 38 caliber containing four empty shells and one cartridge. The officers believed it was without a doubt the revolver um, which the shooting had been done with. So um, the inquest into the death of Caroline Hunt was begun by Coroner Hexler at his office on East Bancroft Street. Tuesday afternoon. A number of witnesses were examined, the work continuing until late into the afternoon. Frank Hunt, who's the brother of um, Caroline, um, that one of the, he said that one of the shots intended for him struck his sister and that after Mackley saw he had killed Caroline, he deliberately fired another shot at her. Then he took up the chase after Frank, according to the brother's testimony. Other testimony from the boarders at the house and members of the family showed that Mackley had made threats previous to this murder. The post-mortem examination of the girl's body conducted at Walters Morgue on Broadway Street in Toledo, Ohio Wednesday proved that Caroline was wounded twice. One bullet entered the body under the left clavicle and taking a downward course passed through the upper part of the heart lodging there. The second bullet entered the back passing through the fourth vertebrae. Coroner Hetzler said last night either wound was sufficient to cause of death. 
An x-ray examination of the wounds sustained by Stephen Hunt, the father, and Rachel Hunt, the mother, proved the injuries to be far more serious than at first supposed. It is not believed the father has any chance to recover, while the mother's wound in the shoulder, although very serious, would not prove fatal unless the reaction proves too great for her. Identified at a hotel today by Stephen Hunt and wife as the man who killed their daughter and shot them Monday night, Joseph Maclius Switchman said, if I did it, I don't remember anything about it. So that's kind of where we sit for a little bit. It isn't till the 24th of January of 1910. Um, that last that last case um, happened the 29th of December when he when he was arrested. Joseph Mackley was arrested. So now we're at the 24th of January 1910. The Springfield News Sun reports that the railroader on trial for murder. So the trial of Joseph J. Mackley, a railroad switchman for the murder of Miss Caroline Hunt, age 18, December 27th, began here today with the drawing of a jury. Mackley, who is married, killed a girl because it is alleged she rejected his attentions. His brother, Jerry, who is indicted for the killing of the girl's mother, will be tried later. The father, Stephen Hunt, was shot also, but he did recover, which is interesting. So on the 30th of January, 1910, the Chicago Enquirer headlines, the murderer laughed when he heard the verdict that sealed his doom. So Joseph Mackley was convicted today of the murder of Caroline Hunt, age 18. The jury was out four hours and brought in a verdict of first-degree murder without recommendation for Mary. This means the death chair for Mackley, unless the high court save him. Mackley was jealous of Caroline Hunt, who repulsed his attentions because he was married. He then fatally shot the girl and her mother, besides seriously wounding her father. Mackley laughed when the verdict was read. This makes the fourth man to be sent to the electric chair from Lucas County since 1903. And this is the article that also highlights our previous case, um, the previous episode, Ale Wade and Ben Wade, who were also sent to the electric chair. So now we move into the 8th of February, 1910. Um, this is the Sydney Daily News. It made page one. Um, and this one, it, it's basically saying that he, that Mackley is again laughing at Bates. Um, he, well, he says, well, I'm glad it's over with as he laughed um, in his cell after the sentence of death for the murder of Caroline Hunt had been imposed upon him by Judge Crittenden. He said, I am feeling like a fighting cock now. Um, Mackley seems to have no concern at all for his fate at this point. So the crime for which Mackley was sentenced to die was the killing of Caroline Hunt at her home on the evening of December 7, 1909. Mrs. Rachel Hunt also died from a bullet wound inflicted by Mackley. So she actually ended up succumbing to um, an infection from her shoulder wound. Um, and the girl's father who stopped Hunt was shot in the face and he ended up surviving. So it is quite a really sad story. Um, at this time, we're gonna kind of pause. Um, I have a couple ads, so I will be back shortly. With the genealogy investigator, 
I take the stress out of creating your family tree and uncovering your ancestors' stories by doing the fully cited research reports for you at a reasonable price, saving you the time and energy of doing it yourself. I have subscriptions to many genealogy research sites, which can cost well over $1,500 a year. And after subscribing, you have to spend hours learning how to use each of those sites' unique search features and capabilities. Then there's many more hours struggling to find your ancestors, wondering, did I get it right? So why don't you relax and leave the research to the expert? I have over 24 years of experience and I've been surprising my clients for years with customized reports about their ancestors, including everything from census, marriage, birth and death records to even the occasional unexpected ancestor photograph. You can read many testimonies um, from my happy clients on my website and find the peace of mind in your wise decision in hiring me, Kelly Amstutz, the genealogy investigator. Let me walk with your ancestors to share their stories. Okay, and we are back. We are talking about the junk man's deed. And we are moving on to the 1st of March in 1910. The news journal reports that Jerry Mackley pleads not guilty to indictment of murdering Caroline Hunt. So Jeremiah Mackley, who's indicted on the charge of murder in the first degree in connection with the slaying of Caroline Hunt on December 27th last, entered a plea of not guilty before Judge Crittenden. The indictment grows out of the killings of Caroline Hunt by Joseph Mackley, a brother of Jeremiah Mackley. Mackley's trial will begin March 14th. The special jury defined to try Mackley was drawn last Saturday. The indictment of Jerry Mackley grows out of the killing of Caroline Hunt by his brother, Joseph Mackley. The latter is now in the Ohio Penitentiary under sentence of death. It was testified in the trial of Joseph Mackley that Jerry suggested to him that they obtain a revolver and clean out, in quotes, the home of the Hunt family. Shortly after this remark is alleged to have been made by Jerry Mackley, Joe returned to the Hunt home with a revolver and began firing. He shot Stephen Hunt in the head, but the latter recovered. Joseph Mackley then shot Caroline Hunt two times. She died almost instantly. Mrs. Hunt was shot in the shoulder. She died several days later. So this is in regards to the brother. Um, and it looks like he was, um, you know, obviously on trial. His outcome... Um, is a little bit different. We're going to kind of work through it. So that was the 1st of March. We're going to move on to the 14th of March, 1910. The News Journal reports, this made front page news again, Jerry Mackley's trial begun in Toledo for the murder of Caroline Hunt. Um, the trial of Jeremiah Mackley, charged with murder in the first degree for the killing of Caroline Hunt, shot to death in her home the night of December 27th, began this morning before Judge Crittenden. His brother, Joseph Mackley, who has already been sentenced to death for the same crime, will be brought back from the penitentiary Thursday to testify in Jeremiah's behalf. On the afternoon of the crime, the brothers had been drinking heavily. Both visited the Hunt home, where after a parlay with Caroline Hunt, Jeremiah is alleged to have remarked, let's get a gun, Joe, and clean up this joint. They left and returned about six o'clock that evening. Joseph owned opened fire, killing Caroline Hunt instantly and wounding her father and mother. Mrs. Hunt afterwards died from her wounds. In the excitement, Jeremiah overturned an oil lamp, which set fire to the house. 
prompt action by a neighbor prevented the house and the wounded inmates from burning. Mrs. Jerry Mackley was arrested last evening and locked up for safekeeping. Mrs. Mackley, who was only 18 years old, was arrested in company with about a dozen other girls near a saloon on a charge of street walking. So that is quite a case, right? Like we are really building up here. And then um, the next article says that um, Jeremiah is actually charged with killing Caroline Hunt. Um, so he is charged um, with first degree murder for killing Caroline Hunt. Um, basically it says all the same things. I hear about the fire, which is kind of interesting. Um, and it is unknown if Jeremiah got the electric chair. Um, I couldn't find anything that stated that he met the same fate as his brother Joseph so it's kind of unknowingly but it is kind of interesting it makes me wonder what his brother actually said when he took the stand for him and I couldn't find any documentation of that but it does it, it makes me want to dig a little bit further because I am really interested it's quite a case um and they don't talk about um Joseph's wife who is back you know she's she's back in um a different town in Ohio so you know I wonder how she was feeling after all of this because she basically lost her husband so it's quite interesting um, I hope you guys enjoyed the case um, drunk man steed this happens in early 1900s in Slate Ohio and you know it's one of those things like he he was rejected he's a 37 year old man and he's rejected by an 18 year old and to have the mindset that we're just gonna go clean the place up you know like I, I don't know like it makes you wonder what is going on so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode um the next episode will be in uh, I do I run my episodes every other Thursday so our next episode is a strange disappearance and murder without a clue hope you guys tune in um and I hope you have a great day I'll talk to you soon